This is Rachel, Olivia, and Kanala's podcast for Trevor Noah's Born a Crime Final Project. For my favorite part, um, I really loved how he opened this book with the, um, like, him talking about how his mom, like, threw him out of a car and how he compared it to, like, a Hollywood movie so that, like, we could see how, like, everything you see in the movies is not true And also that it reminded me of the Glass Castle because at first I absolutely like did not like his mom because he didn't really give any details about why his mom threw him out of a car. But um, as we like read the book, we see that like his mom was a huge influence on his life. And for my favorite part, I really liked it was it starts on page six where he was talking about how he went to three different churches and I liked it because it kind of reminded me of Life of Pi, not as much as Life of Pi because he wasn't practicing three different religions, but just kind of like how he was saying his mom got something different out of every church. And then he kind of broke down how in the like the racial makeup. So he said Jubilant Church was was mixed church and a little church was white church and passionate cathartic church. That was black church. And I kind of like understand what that means to a point not like to a t but i get it because when i was younger and i would go to like baptist church with my grandparents it was very i would say passionate and cathartic are two good words to like explain the environment so that's why i enjoyed that part because not only did it relate to another book that we've read as a class that i did enjoy it also like i could connected to my own life and experiences yeah um mm-hmm. oh sorry <laughs> um for my favorite part <laughs> I just really liked like chapter two and just like overall like his writing is just like super relatable and you feel like you're almost having a conversation with him but in chapter two he like starts it off with like explaining how he grew up during apartheid And then he says, which was awkward because I was raised in a mixed family with me being the mixed one in my family, which I just, it was just like so casual the way that he was talking about it, that it felt like almost, I don't know how to like, like warm. So you're having a conversation with this person that you don't really know and you're just getting to know him. But yeah, yeah, true. Um, another favorite part of mine was the poop scene (laughs) because it's so, it's just like, so like realistic. Like, you know, (laughs) you can see like how kids react when they're in like a bad situation and then like it kind of turns back on him because then he starts to like lead the prayer because everyone thinks there's like a demon and stuff. Like I've been in like a lot of situations when I was little, where I'll, like, lie and say, like, the dog did it. And then my mom's, like, oh, my gosh. Like, we have to go put him in, like, the kennel and, like, whatever. <laughs> oh God. And then you, like, feel bad. But you're, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I got to hide this to the grave. Yeah. Like, oh, that was a close one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the fact that his grandma was blind, that kind of killed me. That was so funny. <laughs> he said that kind of killed me. Well, it did. It was yeah. funny. And then that's when I knew that he was going to, he was like a really good author, I think, yeah. because like Liv was kind of saying earlier, like he makes you feel like you're really just having a conversation with him. Yeah. And like, that's it's just like funny and 
it's like real yeah like he even talked about like how everyone poops like beyonce poops and everything <laughs> so yeah he's just like he's super like... relatable like yeah i really liked like when it comes to his writing style and how like realistic it is i really enjoyed reading about when he was like selling his music and his mixtapes and like doing things at parties and stuff like that because you could just kind of like for me I could just get like a mental picture like I could see like the parties I could like see how his friends were reacting to like him having mixed CDs and like all that stuff and it's fun to read about that now because all that now is like super common and really normal so like the fact that they were freaking out over that is kind of funny to think about because now we have everything digital and we don't even need yeah hard any like hard copies of anything Mm -hmm. so yeah I just I really liked how he like made it so that we could understand like the hype of it at the time even though now reading this it's not even close to any of that yeah that's what I because it's like now it's like oh you have a cd like that's such an inconvenience like I'd rather have it on (laughs) right or if you have a cd you're like buying it to preserve it and sell it for money because there's no other reason for you to have it because the laptops like not to get completely yeah. off topic but like i bought a laptop this year it doesn't have yeah. a cd player in it like yeah, it but you have to like buy a separate like, it's not thing, a thing to like connect it with yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. like, you have a usb port like what the yeah. heck yeah well like and like people right. like will like buy like cassettes but like i feel like they're just doing it to be like different and like quirky and like I know. And then they and then they get or people buy records on vinyl and they hang yeah, them I on their wall. They don't actually play them. <laughs> oh, sorry. They're not like they're not like <laughs> real albums. Mean, they're just like I go, I bought them at Salvation Army for decoration. <laughs> right, but then there's people who will spend like seventy dollars yeah. on records on vinyl for like stuff. Now my cousin does it. She has like ten records on vinyl from like people who are yeah. out now. And then she just has them sitting on her ledge. And I'm like, are you going to play those? She's like, no, I don't have a record player. Oh. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't make That's any funny. sense. But yeah, sure. Um, anyway. Yeah, so that was like one of my favorite scenes. And then, Kanal, you mentioned earlier before we started this that you really liked the McDonald's scene. Yeah, I just thought that that was so funny how he was saying that, like, Black people didn't, like, everybody wanted the McDonald's, and then when they got Burger King, the black people still wanted KFC and McDonald's. Like, I don't know. That just cracked me up. Like, I am a black person that doesn't eat KFC. I don't think it tastes good. But, like, I think if I was living in South Africa, I probably would want to eat it. And I also thought it was really funny how he said that McDonald's was, like, strictly American, and they only pictured it as something that you could have in America. And we, as Americans, definitely take McDonald's to the next level because everybody's obese because of it. So, like, he wasn't wrong about how much Americans value, like, fast food yeah. and all that stuff. And then I also kind of, I mean, I liked it, but I also kind of thought about it in the sense that, like, they have such different cultures in foreign countries and America is still just so, like, sorry, imperialistic, where we still just, like, take stuff that, other countries don't even need and put it in their countries and we're like okay have fun yeah. and then it has whatever impact yeah. it has on it and then we don't have anything to do with it because we don't live there but I mean it's just McDonald's we don't have to get all <laughs> political about it but it's just, I still yeah. enjoyed it a lot so hold on I'm gonna sneeze hold on sorry <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, I guess I'm not going to sneeze now. But, um, yeah, and then my least favorite part was probably when he was, like, in jail. Well, just because, like, the situation was so bad. Like, he basically, like, stole his stepdad's car, and then, like, the cops were like, this isn't your car, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't even have, like, a title to it. Like, the license plates are wrong. Like, I just thought that was a really bad situation. Yeah. And, like, I know he found, like, his friend in jail, and they, like, talked about a lot of stuff. But I just, like, felt, like, bad during that whole time. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of, like, a depressing, like, part. Even though, like, it was also kind of cool how, like, their um, friendship, like, started. Because at first he was, like, super scared of him and everything. Yeah. But, like, I just, like, I don't know. That part was kind of hard to read for me. Yeah. No, I I definitely, like, understand. Because, like, I just watched a movie recently. And it was, like, about, um, like, it doesn't really have anything to do with this. But it was about, like, death row for, like, black people back in, like... Mm -hmm the 60s or 50s whenever segregation was like very prominent in america and like it was just really sad to like see all of these black people like in like jail strictly because of racism for crimes that they didn't commit and then also the fact that they were getting put on death row yeah and like getting murdered Mm -hmm. for things that they didn't do Mm -hmm. so like it's just like kind of sad for me to like like see the treatment of like like black people in prison like it's just like i feel like it's just not fair yeah and then also that like also reminds me of um like how his stepdad was so like abusive to his mom and every time his mom like went to the police station they were like oh it's just like a little fight in their marriage like it's fine and like he never even got in trouble for Mm -hmm. like shooting her in the end like he only got like it was like three months of like what was it parole I think so. Okay, yeah. I don't know. But, like, he d- he never actually, like, went to jail or something like yeah. that. And that, like, made me so mad because, like, that's just, like, so messed up. And he definitely, right. like, brings that point up. Like, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. It just shows that, like, the jail systems in, like, certain countries, especially ours, too, is just not the yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the justice system just, like, it, mm-hmm. it's not, like, it's honestly, like, scary how unfair it really is yeah because like you could mm-hmm. get thrown in jail for something that you didn't do strictly because a judge or a jury decided that you did do something yeah mm-hmm. but yeah um and if you guys have been like keeping up recently with a lot of the stuff like and it's weird that it's i don't know it's not weird i just think the timing is like kind yeah. of different but how, like, on Netflix, they're putting out all the documentaries about, like, people who have been wrongfully accused and have went yeah. to jail. So, like, um, when you see us, there's the one about the boys who, I think it was they got accused of, I don't know if it was raping or assaulting it, the woman in New rape. York. Yeah. But I think it was rape, wasn't it? Yeah. They got accused of that. And then the girl, um, what was her name? Centoya Brown. She got, like, imprisoned for killing the guy who was yeah. trying to rape her. And she still got imprisoned because she was a prostitute, even though she was right. 16. And then when the law changed that, like, if you're underage and you are a prostitute, like, you're just a sex slave because right. you're a child, you know? Like, all that stuff changed. But no, the points you guys are bringing out about the justice system and yeah. how it's unfair, it's not made exactly. for anyone, honestly. 
but it's really not made for you if you're a woman or if you're a person of color and if you're both right. it's even worse because they just don't like it's not it's not made to put you in the light that you're innocent it's made to make it so that you can be found right guilty well by and means, i think another you know? really messed up thing about like the justice system now is like it's not even about like right and wrong it's like it's about politics like mm-hmm. yeah for it's sure not, yeah like that that for me that that's just like so messed up to bring politics into deciding whether someone is wrong or if they're in the right mm-hmm. that's just not fair to mm-hmm. me like i i just don't understand that and as a person who like enjoys politics like you do yeah. i know it's probably worse for you to see it because you're like politics are meant to be for change and right. things like that but people to, use it to like manipulate like, and get their way it's it's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. it's not good at all like there, there's such an agenda now that like it is honestly just so frustrating because yeah. like in the really news is. like if like one person does something bad they like have to state their like political party and like their race right. and everything and it's just like what's the point like they're a human like just say that or like man right and what does that even have to do with anything like right. why don't we focus on the issue why are we bringing yeah. politics into it when it's about something like ethical right. or moral or whatever like why do politics need to be brought into it and then used to make it look worse or not as bad you know well, it's just yeah, yeah. it's it's honestly well, and you, not, like, not watch, like like i'm not saying that because like fox news is guilty of it too but like there are like a lot of like liberal news sources like do you remember the kid who was at the march for life i forget what it's called when news sources do this but he was just standing there he was at the march for life and this guy with the the drum the native american with the drum came up to him and started beating his drum in his face and the kid was wearing a maga hat and like they just made it this like super big deal this kid was harassing this native american but like it turned out that it was the other way around and that kid w- that kid was getting death threats from like adults and like famous people like telling saying they want to punch him in the face like it was just like it was just like so like frustrating to like find out the real story but that, yeah. that kid ended up suing and getting a lot of money for it but like that's i i just i don't there's such like it's such an agenda like mm-hmm it's just so bad. And see, like, he does that. I feel like he does that with, like, a lot of topics. Like, we just went on, like, a huge, like, tangent about, like, politics and stuff. But, like, yeah. he, like, brings up, like, certain, um like, points or, like, arguments that he, like, feels, like, need to be, like, worked on. But yeah. he doesn't really, like... Like, he mm-hmm. does state his opinion, but he's not trying to, like, make you think like exactly, him. Yeah. He's just, like, bringing it up so that you, like, right. think about it. And, like, that's why I really liked it. Because, like, I, like, really, like, I know, Liv, you, like, love politics and, like, super, like, forward about it. Well, like, I yeah. see, like, both sides on everything. So I really liked this book and, like, how he yeah. just, like, brought everything up. Because, yeah. I don't know, it's just cool. Like, I think it's like cool to see other people's like sides of stories and like obviously none of us lived in south africa so like and clearly not during that time yeah well like even when i talk about politics like i still like explain both sides and why i understand the other side so for me like that is super Mm -hmm. important to like be able to see both Mm -hmm. sides and like he did a great job of like not shoving it down your throat and like saying if you don't think this you're Mm -hmm. wrong he just like explained his view Mm -hmm. and i like I, I appreciate that, like, a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Liv, you and I have talked about this before. Like, 
with me, you and I can have a conversation, even if we like are on complete yeah. opposite sides about it, just because I can understand where you're coming from and you can understand where I'm coming from. And ultimately, if it's that big of a deal, we can right, just exactly. agree to disagree versus going to war about a topic. Like, it's yeah. just not like it's just not. Well, that yeah. Serious. So I like that Trevor Noah was like neutral and everything he was talking about. And when he was giving light to like what was happening with apartheid, he was obviously talking about it from like his point of view. But if you think about it, he has an even more neutral standpoint because he was mixed yeah. at the time. So it's not like there was any real side that he could take. Like, of course, when you're mixed, it just depends on yeah. where you are. But I feel like when you're mixed, you're more associated with your black side, unless you're around yeah. more white people, then you kind of adapt to the whiter side of your personality, which is fine. Everyone's different. But I think for him, he probably related more to the black agenda when it comes to yeah. apartheid. But yeah, see and like, sides too. Um, like that came up too. like he did go. um like, when he went to that new school, and they were all at, like, recess, and, like, he ended up, like, speaking, like, the different, like, languages with all the yeah. other um, mm-hmm. black people, and then they were, like, he was, like, no, like, I want to be in, like, their classes, like, I don't like being, like, with the white people, and, like, no, I don't know, I thought that was, like, <laughs> but, like, like, you can see that, like, it's easier to relate to them, because, like, he's also raised like that like his family yeah. is still all black and like mm-hmm. like you said Liv, like his grandma was like afraid to um oh wait just kidding did you say that yet oh not yet but i can i can talk about that yeah <laughs> okay. yeah but yeah so they uh, what did they yeah so they were playing like the cousins were all playing and trevor noah was the doctor and they were all his patients and he was operating on one of his cousin's ears with a set of matches and he like oh, ruined her eardrum yeah and like she's sitting there like bleeding like bloods everywhere and like they were all crying and the grandma starts spanking all the cousins but then she wouldn't she wouldn't spank trevor even though he's the one who like did, did this. it yeah and then set it off yeah and then she says um well yeah because his mom comes in and says what's going on and then she the grandma said trevor's so naughty he's the naughtiest child i've ever come across in my life and his mom says then you should hit him and the grandma says i can't hit him and she asks why not and she says because she doesn't know how to hit a white child and then a black Mm. child she understands a black child you hit and they say black but if you hit trevor he turns blue and green and yellow and red so she's mm. I, I guess like it's a a fear of like because like I guess I don't really know how to like say this like, but like like you can see the pain that you're causing I guess so it, it might be a little harder to do yeah but like either way it's like the same like if the other kids deserve spankings and so does he <laughs> yeah but then also, like, we can right? definitely see how, like, apartheid, like, affects her. Because, like, yeah. if you, like, interacted with, like, a white person, then you were, like, it was, like, shunned to do that. And, like, obviously, yeah. like, to have a relationship that was, like, illegal. So, like, I see where she's coming yeah. from. But, like, we think of it now, like, are you stupid? Like, that's, that is just not how it works. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, now, and like, if right? you, like, if you look at someone like shamefully for being in an interracial relationship, like that's just like messed up. Like it's it's completely normal. Like Yeah. 
uh, for me like I would never like look at like like a, a black and a white yeah like, I'm like a black and white person <laughs> in, in, a, in a relationship together and go oh what the heck their yeah. children are gonna be mixed like no right? like I'd be like oh hey how's your day like <laughs> it's completely normal mm-hmm. like and it's even more normalized now because, and I think maybe I've talked to you guys about this. Maybe I haven't. One day I will. But I was with, just like, Kardashians and everything. Oh like, they all have right. mixed kids. So, like, at this point, if you didn't like interracial relationships, yeah. like, you <laughs> have to. Like, not that I ever had a problem with it, clearly. I mean, you guys know me. Yeah. But, like, if, it, if I did, yeah. at this point, I can't because every celebrity and their mom, <laughs> literally, Chris yeah. Jenner, is dating a black guy. They all are in interracial relationships, so it's not, like, at this point, like, you just have to be fine with it, and if you don't like it, then you kind of just have to keep your mouth shut, because nobody's gonna... And, like, I feel like, since it is the Kardashians, like, not saying that they, like, made mixed people, like, a trend, but, like... Yeah. But, like, they (laughs) They kind of did. Like, that sounds horrible, but, like, they're so in the, like, public and, like, the media... That, like, they were, like, yeah. listen, like, we're okay with it and, like, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think it's kind of, like, more of a cliche a little bit. Not that it's, like, a bad one. Just I think it's kind of a cliche now. Just because of the way, like, celebrities turn it. Like, obviously people still have, like, real love for each other. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not, like, it's fake or anything. I just think that because of how it's portrayed in, like, the media and, like, how famous people are in a bunch of like mixed relationships now i think people see it as more of a they definitely see it as more normal too though because of that so it definitely like did some good for it like bringing awareness to the fact that hey it's okay if you like someone who's not the same race as you it doesn't make you bad it just makes you it makes you you like it doesn't mean anything um all right do you guys have anything else to add on any of those Um... I, I don't know. Yeah, I just think overall, like, covered I just, it. I enjoyed like, like basically listening to his story. Like, I didn't even mm-hmm. like it wasn't even like reading. Like, it was just listening to a story. Yeah, about someone's life. Mm-hmm. It, it just was told so well that like, it was hard yeah. not to enjoy it, even if it was like, it, I mean, none of it was really too slow. But even if it was like an informational part, like yeah. the beginnings of the chapters, like it just was so well yeah. Like, yeah. tied in. And just so well written that it was just really I nice to read it, like, no matter like what those, he was talking about. Because it was, like, kind of, like, a preview of, like, what you were going to, like, read right. next. But it was more, like, the lessons mm-hmm. he was, like, about to learn. And then, like, how he, like, learned it. Like, yeah. that's how yeah. I kind of took it right. as. But let's also touch on mm-hmm. chapter 16, which is about the cheese boys. Okay. So, I thought this was, like, an interesting chapter because, like, we all go, well, we're almost done with high school, but, um, like, I related it as, like, PV High School is known for being, like, the rich high school in our area. Yeah. But, like, it's really Mm -hmm. not, but it still is at the same time. And, like, how he was talking about, like, yeah. They were, like, too, like, privileged to be, like, the hood, but they were still, like, the hood of the privileged. And I feel like that's definitely kind of how, like, most of our friend groups are. 
like if that makes sense yeah like I feel like yeah like when people talk to us they're like oh you go to PV like from an outsider's view like they're like oh you go to PV but you're like yeah but like not all of us are like rich like if that makes sense like not all of us drive like a brand new BMW to school and like their parents have like great jobs or anything like I don't know I just thought that was like really cool to see how like everyone kind of like sees that and I like how like his view Mm -hmm. was like that too because then also at the same time like I would not say that we have like like I don't know how to say it but like dangerous like drug dealers or like gangsters at high school or like in our high school but like the people who like do associate themselves with that they're definitely like the higher up of the hood like I would not like say anything like (laughs) in one life none of that someone was threatened to like bring a gun to school or like shoot up a school like it was so well handled at our school that like it wasn't even like Mm -hmm. that like I know it sounds bad but like it wasn't even like that scary for us you know because like they would like we would go on lockdown like we would have fun like a bunch of other police like when it was like serious that one time yeah like they had they had a police officer at every Mm -hmm. single door like i remember that yeah like don't get me wrong i was i was scared to go to school that day but like at the same time like yeah at least we knew that it wasn't gonna be like left unhandled like at least they did something about it because they could have just dismissed it and had it be some like really Mm -hmm. bad experience for everyone but instead they or something tragic not bad experience that's a little too late like it could have been something tragic but instead they tried their best to make it so that you know everyone was safe which i don't know if you guys ever saw like the video or the um like heard about that kid i forget if it was at central or if it was at west um but it was one of oh the one who got The, the one who, who oh. got his head like oh. bashed yeah. by a chair, mm-hmm. and like he had to, he had to go to Iowa. City. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was it was really bad. Yeah, but like that would like that would never happen at PV, and I think it's because like everyone is so no. sheltered at PV. Like it's the same thing with like what happened with that that kid in the Commons, you know? Like oh yeah, like yeah. it was all over social media, and then when the kid goes to throw a punch, like there's the all the I, I don't know how else to like call them but like the jocks if you want to say yeah and then like mr uh jones. mr jones there to pull him aside and stop him but like at, at what happened with that kid like he just he got his crap rocked yeah and like <laughs> but like it was going on like what happened like they were it was going on through social media and then it got physical yeah but like at PV, like the second something gets physical, like an adult steps in. Yeah, and I think that's also like right. even like I know you're comparing it to West, but like imagine if we went to like a public school in Chicago, just like how different our life would be. Like we always like as students, I feel like we're always like, oh my gosh, there was a fight. Like we have to like know all the details because like it never happens. Like, I probably witnessed two people punching each other my entire high school career. And, like, (laughs) that's just not how it is at, like, other schools. So, it's, like, cool. It's just, like, super – I wouldn't say it's, like, cool, but it's, like, nice to see others' perspectives on, like, when he's talking about, like – Yeah. They're not, like, the super hood, but, like, they're still, like, above the rest. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kinda... I'll say it again. My alarm. It like cut out. Yeah. I kind of heard it. Like how <laughs> we just like see everything differently when he talks about like how they're the cheese boys because they don't really fit into either groups, but they're like the middleman kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really like that part. And then yeah. another yeah. topic we could talk about for, like, lastly, is um, like how his mom died, or not died. I'm sorry. Um, how she got shot. <laughs> I was like, what yeah. am I saying? Um, yeah. <laughs> I really thought she how did his die, mom though, died because Wait, he she called didn't her. Die. His um stepdad and was like, "You killed my mom," and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill you next." And I was like, "Whoa!" And I cried at this part, even though she didn't die. Well, usually they when die. someone gets shot in the they head, usually die. typically, no. They correct don't. me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. They usually die. So I think that's why he was <laughs> like, "What? You just you just killed my mom." I mean, because when I was, well, when well, I was so, reading it and that she, like, she didn't I die, really I was actually shocked. Because I was like, wait, what? Like you said earlier, it reminds you of Life of Pi because she did go to all three churches and, like, somehow she survived. Yeah. And so, like, mm-hmm. she said, like, I owe my life to Jesus. And then, like, or did she say, yeah, she did. And then um, he was like, yeah, but who paid your hospital bill? Like, I just think that was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't going for any of that. He was like, all right, sure. Say what you want about that. But, like, you're in the hospital. So you have to thank yeah. the people who actually, like, physically so stepped in. Because, like, that's how they always were. Like, they always just, like, joked around with each other. But, like, her True. mom was always, or his mom was already always, like, serious about, like, church and, like, going and attending. And he always, like, dreaded it. But then, like, that happens. And, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can also talk about true. I know we kind of talked about it earlier, but about like how his stepdad just got away with so much and like how he was yeah. an alcoholic, and like that kind of related to the glass castle because he, um, like always spent all of their like money and stuff. And like Noah, um, yeah. talks about how like they Mm -hmm. ended up moving out of like the house of with him and she um i don't know i Mm -hmm. just thought that was like it just reminded me of when oh what's her name the main character johnette walls when she like finally Uh, leaves and she's like i can't live like this like he kind of does like the same thing before I don't know. I just thought that was, like, yeah. kind of cool. Like, I feel yeah. like this book kind of ties in all the other, like, books that we read. Yeah, and, like, pulls them all together. And yeah. Like, books we like, read. And, and... Yeah. Okay, Except yeah. for Slaughterhouse-Five, because that book just <laughs> doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> other than but... that. <laughs> I mean, unless you saw some connection that I didn't see. I just no, I don't really, think that one. Was I really don't. I, yeah, I don't see how to connect that. Book. I don't know what that book was about. That book was just very. <laughs> I don't even really Thanks. know. I had a really hard time reading that book. It just yeah, it was it wasn't bad. Like there were yeah. parts of it that I liked, different. But otherwise, no, it was a bit um. 
But no, I would say that this book was probably, like, my favorite one. Or Life of Pi. I don't know. I like them a lot. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they were both pretty good. I think yeah. I liked this one more because it was like I could yeah. laugh while I was reading it. Like there was a couple like <laughs> sarcastic parts in Life of Pi where I was like hee hee, but like for this I actually well, laughed. And this book is just like a lot more relatable. Like he just like talks about more modern things that are just I don't know. I just I like this book a lot. Um, <laughs> on that note, do you guys have anything else? And that was our podcast. Thanks. Bye.